Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I knew what I was going to do was going to be very special with my life. I'm an example just to show people that like, you come up from nothing. Prince had dedicated his whole legacy to celebrating women, celebrating women of color, and celebrating positive music. I'm going to uphold that. You're your own worst critic. I feel like you should be it anyways, but I, I'm always that, and I was just hating my song, so I was hating myself. Some people are at their cubicle job right now making way less than us. Some people are across the world in a goddamn sweatshop making like nothing a day, and we're getting paid to sing and dance. To sing and dance, that's a blessing. Artists out here, they're just willing to settle for anything. You know what I mean? And once you're willing to settle for anything, you deserve anything you settle for. Yo, this young murder. Yo, this is Lizzo. This is August Regal. What's good? It's Kehlani. This is your man, Blake Carrington. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. Hey, welcome to The Come Up Show podcast. My name is Chetto. I'm the host and founder of The Come Up Show. And each and every Saturday on 94.9 CHW in London, Ontario, we have The Come Up Show radio that's live, playing the best in hip-hop and R&B, and it's hosted by Michael, and Michael had an interview with Lace Lavish this past weekend, who is an artist and producer. He's going to be performing live in concert at The Wave in Western University, March 18th, with Ram Riddles. And Lace called in to talk about what his live performance is like, how it felt to have his music blow up on Reddit, and then be played by Drake on OVO Sound Radio, and the new music he's got coming up, and so much more. Lace Lavish on the Come Up Show podcast. Let's go! Yes, yes, as promised, we have the homie behind the music. Please introduce yourself, sir. Yo, this is Lace Lavish calling in. To the Come Up Show, London. How y'all doing? No, we're good, man. We're good. We appreciate you phoning in. We know you got a lot on the go. We just ran through a couple of your tracks right now. We're going to get into a few more. Um, for sure. But, man, uh, just first things first, congratulations on all the success. Like, you're you're killing it right now. You've uh, you've pretty much masterminded the internet. <laughs> um, I, was reading, uh-huh. I was reading up on you, um, and you were just really, like, Reddit was, like, a really key part to your, to your buzz. I'm just wondering if you could let the listeners know a little bit about your first kind of experiences posting music yeah man uh so like i mean a while in 2014 i i put together a little compilation of songs called session one Mm -hmm. and i posted it on a subreddit called hip-hop heads and then originally i was just kind of putting my music out there i wasn't really trying to you know i didn't think it would be like popping off but then it started doing like crazy numbers and then from that it kind of like you know snowballed into you know the remix for for you with skizzy Mm -hmm. the drake uh, for you thing and then like um, just uh, all the other stuff like it was it was pretty crazy how did it feel like you know it was almost just like you posted it and then instantly people were just like gravitating towards it how was it like kind of surreal were you shocked man I just I kind of did it didn't even I didn't it didn't hit me like that it, like for, for, for the end at first I was like alright it's cool it's going off on Reddit right now it's kind of dope 
but then like what kind of really caught what, what really was felt like kind of weird was like when it started becoming like a bit more real like when i started getting more involved in the industry and all that kind of stuff you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's when like you know when skizzy reached out started working off for you and then like you know of course like you know dre planted on ovio sound radio and then from that leading to like the zane one thing and then all the press and posts so it's kind of like it was kind of pretty crazy man that's nuts like how did you hear that it was on ovio sound radio I was just, honestly, I was in the Dominican at that time, and I, I didn't know that it would be on OVO Sound Radio at all. And then I had, like, like some Wi-Fi in the lobby at the resort I was at, and then I just opened up my phone, and, like, that 30 minutes, I just see, like, my Twitter going crazy, <laughs> like, yo, Drake's playing you, Drake's playing you, and I was like, oh, man, y'all lying. But then I got back, and I played the show, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. It was, it was, it was crazy, man. It was a dope moment. That that's got to be pretty surreal, man. Knowing that, like Drake, obviously you're a, a Toronto artist. Just to know that he's he's heard your music, that's crazy. Yeah, it was pretty crazy, man. Um, now, we were we were just talking real quick um, before we we went live. You got a ton of music coming out. Um, can you just let us know a little bit about the the tunes you got in the works? So we just dropped balconies two weeks ago, featuring the homie from the uh, the Bay, Pilo. Shout out Pilo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we dropped the one last week called For Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got one coming out real soon. I'm not going to give any specific dates yet, but you, it's like, you know, maybe days away called uh, a little joint called Voodoo. It's not on the EP, but it's more of like a, a little a little one-two for the fans because, you know, they've been waiting nine months for the new music. So I thought I, you know, bless them with some music. And then we got some more stuff coming out. I got a little documentary coming out for the making a session. Dope, then dope. there's, yeah, man, there's a lot of new music. Then, of course, the EP coming out real soon. That's cool, man. I saw I was on your Twitter today. I saw that you had tweeted that you'd been away for nine months. Were you uh, like like locked up in the stew on vacation? What were you saying? Just zoning in, man. Just zoning in, trying to like you know hone the craft a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying better myself in all areas of the of the craft itself, and then just like really spending some me time. You know, just trying to get it all get it all in line. Figure out you know what I'm trying to accomplish within the next year or so, and where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of it was just like a lot of planning processing and you know creating that's dope um i've been i've watched a couple interviews um where you've gone on record saying that like outside of music you're a pretty reserved guy you kind of keep to yourself but yet you like really express yourself in your music um and i'm just wondering why is it easier for you to kind of let everything out on record rather than in person I don't know. It's because, like, records for me have always been, like, it started off with me being, like, a personal thing, right? Like, you know, whatever I wanted to air out, I would just air out in my songs, and it just kind of stuck through even after, like, people started listening, you know what I'm saying? Now it's just, like, I got some people listen, like, all the fans, they can share, you know, share all their things with them. Like, you know, we can connect in different ways. Like, maybe some ways I'm feeling, they're feeling too, you know what I'm saying? So it's, um... It's just, it's just like it's just what I've always done, and it's just translated going forward. And it's just going to continue to be like that because music's just been held that held that place for me. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Uh, do you ever get worried about kind of getting too personal on a record? Like, do you are you afraid that like maybe someone might hear something like, like an experience that you shared with them, and they're like, "Yo, why did you air that out on record?" Nah, I'll say what I want to say on that song, man. If, you know, if they hear it, if you know, if you know it's you, then you know it's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it, man. The, you know, art imitating life for sure. Um, I also heard that like your cousin was kind of one of the the big motivators in your your kind of career. Could you uh, let us know what role he played with you? Well, it was kind of like 
I was always into music. Like, you know, I used to play the violin way back, like, you know what I'm saying, like in elementary school, middle school and stuff. And then around those times, he was also, he's like a DJ kind of guy. So he was always using these programs whenever he'd come crash at the house and he'd be using like FL Studio and all these things. And I started, you know, kind of playing around with it myself. And then I got into like producing mm -hmm. because like it just seemed fun because I already played violin. So I had like a good idea of like the notes and like, you know, just instruments and all that. So I started like, making my own little beats, you know what I'm saying? But I was a youngin', so it wasn't, like, super clean or anything, but that kind of <laughs> sparked my interest moving forward. I feel I feel like uh, FL Studios is kind of like a jumping point for a lot of artists. Like, it's super user-friendly, and you can make some pretty dope beats out of it, too. Well, have you ever gone, like, revisited some of the old music you've made, and then it's kind of like, like wow, I've come a long way? Yeah, like, I mean, I don't go way too far back, but, like, what... Sometimes it's nice to go. Sometimes I throw it back on my old songs. It's kind of like it's it's um it's a good way to kind of measure your progress too. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you can figure out you know how far you come, what you've improved on, and it kind of helps you figure out what you need to work on next. Definitely. So it's a good way to throw back on your old stuff. That's dope. Um, again, we said you know we were talking about the OVO Sound Radio. I was reading on Hot New Hip Hop. Uh, one of their headlines was uh, "Lace the," uh, and then the caption was "Drake and Young Thug's Love Child." Uh, first of all, how do you feel about that comparison? And do you like being compared to other artists? Um, man, it's funny because that that comparison, like I just threw it out, and like when I was had when I was doing the interview. Mm -hmm. I just threw it out there. It was like something that someone on Reddit has said on that original post for Session 1. Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, they stuck with it for the headline and it, like, sparked it because, you know, everyone's going off, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. As far as, like, being compared to other artists, like, I mean, of course, everyone's going to find some place of relatability for anyone new that they hear, right? Because it's always fresh to hear something new, but you always want to... Everyone has their taste, and then they always have their favorite artists heading into it, and it kind of helps them, you know... Um, be more uh, like accepting of new new sounds, you know. Saying so when there's like that sense of relatability, so like being compared to other artists is like it's all part of the process. Like I don't mind, but you know I try to be as unique and you know as laced as possible as I can. Dope, as laced as possible. That's dope. Um, you have just like a, a really interesting kind of like backstory. Uh, you were born and raised in Pakistan, moved to Virginia. Now you reside in like Toronto. Um, how have these like experiences and traveling kind of like shaped you as a an artist and b just as a person overall well i was born in pakistan i moved out of there when i was three years old to mm -hmm. virginia woodbridge virginia shout out woodbridge i was there for like 10 years and then i moved to toronto after and then it's like it's not too too different but then it's like a little different at the same time i don't know it's a hard way to explain it like in virginia i have a lot of family there so it was like a lot of family time but then moving out of toronto it's more like you, I, I kind of learned how to grow up myself a little more, you know what I'm saying? Because I moved here right when I was going into high school. Mm -hmm. So that's like a time where a lot of people come, like a lot of the kids going out of middle school, they have like, you know, their cliques and all that. You go into, you go into high school and you have your base of friends. You have, you know, an establishment almost, like a foundation to go with. So when I moved, like I was like first year here, I was in ninth grade. So it's like I kind of had to restart, yeah. reboot, you know what I'm saying? So kind of like redefine myself. So. It was dope. Like, I can't say I would have been doing music if I was still in Woodbridge. So, I mean, it worked out for the better. That's cool. That's cool. Um, how how was, like, your circle kind of adjusted to, I guess, your, your newfound success? You know, like, how how are they taking in seeing all of your, your articles online, hearing your tracks everywhere? Is that, is that kind of weird for you? Nah, like, I mean, the way I keep it, like, the people I know for, from the jump, like, I still... 
I still treat him like I mean we still hang out the same we go to the same spots and all that like I mean it's 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 nice to have that around but it's like I like to have that that grounding in between right so that way you can stay level headed through it all you know what I mean you don't let it get to you I don't I don't like to have like a huge circle I keep my circle small mm-hmm. like the people I talk to are like people I've known since like you know it's like a few people I've known before and then like a few people that I met like early on like you know so it's kind of like I don't like to associate with too many people because you know it's like you don't want too many people in your business, but yeah, definitely. the people that I do know, I keep them close, and then you know we all we all try to you know stay humble and stay motivated. That's dope. Um, you're coming to London, I believe. I think is it next weekend? Yeah, I'm coming, to, coming to London. Yeah, coming to London next weekend with Ram Riddles. That's dope. I got a show with the Wave. Mm-hmm. Wave, so Wave, it's, it's, good yeah, man. The Western definitely knows how to turn up. It's, it's, it's a good party school. Uh, you're gonna love the turnout. The fans are gonna dig the music. What do you want the audience to take away from your show? I'm here, man. It's session season, man. Like I want, I want to realize we got all this new music out. We got more new music coming. Mm-hmm. We got hella shows. We got, <laughs> we got a, a, you know, we got the documentary. It's like all kinds of things happening right now. It's exciting times, man. I want them to leave Lace fans. Definitely. Oh, be well, we're going to be bumping the music steady. We appreciate you calling in. Can you let the uh, the listeners know where they can hit you up on social media, all that good stuff? you have any shout-outs you want to give? For sure, man. Shout-out shout out to all the people that were involved in the session process so far. Shout-out Rami one time. Shout-out uh, shout Ram Riddles for the show. You know, got that show coming up. Uh, if you ever look for me on the social, you can find me at Twitter, Instagram, all that at lacelavish.com. At Lace Lavish. That's L A I S L A V I S H. SoundCloud.com slash Lace. Dope. And then, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, all that Lace. That's dope, man. Well, we're going to get into the track. Meantime, we're excited to see you on the 18th. Appreciate you calling in, homie. For sure, brother. Yes, yes, there you have it. The homie Lace, he's going to be at The Wave on the 18th. Be sure to check that out. We'll be giving tickets away at some point. We're going to put the details of that on social media. But let's get it. Lace, meantime, come up show. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Lace Lavish. Next week, we have an epic interview coming up with Talib Kweli. And it's a special interview. It's a special type of interview. And I'm really excited to announce that next week, we have a way for you to support the Come Show podcast, to support us and help us to go to the next level. Make sure you, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, follow us on SoundCloud. My name is Chetto, y'all. I catch you on next Wednesday. Peace. Peace.